Blog Talk Radio. Are the right and left driving you mad? Losing friends and family because of your worldviews? Are you getting lost in the great divide? It's a fight for your mind and heart, and you've come to the right place at the right time. Get ready to leave the matrix of confusion and discover a new future with Healing the Rift. And now, here are your hosts, Adrian, Josh, and your friendly oversoul, Sotu. Good morning. Hi, I'm Adrian. Welcome to Healing the Rift. I'm Josh. Oh, he's being suave today. Suave? Yes. Is there an R in there? Uh, maybe. Uh, do you roll your R's? Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you roll your boat? I row my boat gently down the stream. Roll, roll. I, mm. Mm-hmm. Because life is... A dream. A dream. A dream. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Well, aside from our silliness, uh, we do get to sincere. It's getting to be Halloween. It know. is. It is. So it's kind of like, you know, what is it? Boris Karloff was used to. Hello. I'm here for you today. Ah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Well. Are you just going to let me go on like No, this? I'm just looking for a place to insert. Uh, your in the, foot? Uh, a foot, yes. In my what? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, aside from our silliness here. Um, we're just getting warmed up. We're just so. getting warmed up. We do get to some more serious stuff, or not, because we do talk with so too, a consciousness that Josh has been channeling for quite a long time, years now. And uh, they have a lot to say about what's going on with humanity, why things are so crazy now, and that there's purpose behind it, and how that works out in your life, because you each play a part, we each play a part, and uh, what it means for the entire species, which is why we're talking about rebirth, hopefully today. <laughs> we never know exactly what is going to say, because although we have tried mightily to control what they say, Really, yeah, you we know, haven't been able to we've, do that. We've, we've titled the workshop and gone through all of the rigmarole of getting paperwork together and all of that kind of stuff, and then um, go into the workshop and they have a completely different subject that they're doing. <laughs> and you know, eventually it does kind of get around to what the original title was. But we sometimes had to wait six, eight hours before we got to that point. (laughs) Well, there is quite mysterious and magical purpose in how they communicate with us. And, you know, it can seem just like, it might seem just like Josh or some just guy with a little bit of an accent. That's all it is. It's just me. (laughs) But they have this magical ability to push on us in just the right way to provoke some growth, some thoughts, some change. Just remember what a genius I am at the end of the session. Uh, I'm talking it up to so, too. (laughs) But what you are... I can take credit for it anyway. Well, you certainly have to take responsibility for it. (laughs) So you say... So we often spend a few minutes at the beginning of the show just sort of talking about the week, 
and what's going on energetically. And this is the week that a whole lot of stuff came out. Well, you know, let's not go into details here, Um, uh, seeing as you just got your first strike from Facebook. uh, It wasn't really a strike, but uh, they questioned the last meme that you put out. So um, why don't we um, be a little obtuse about the dynamic and just say that um, the reflections of reality are such at this moment that even the most cherished structures that we have held are um, crumbling and are falling apart and are falling apart in ways that are completely unexpected. Because that's the whole dynamic of reality, isn't it? To, uh, um, what should we say, anticipate the next surprise? Okay. We can... Uh, well, I mean, that's isn't kind it? of a fact that makes my brain go a little like that, but... Uh, uh, you think people can see you. Well, oh, that's right. Well, we are on Facebook as well, by the way. Yes, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, if you... If you lo- get lucky enough that we actually can um, um, uh, produce the whole thing and then transmit the whole thing without any interruptions, usually we get two or three on a session like this because it can go for about an hour and a half. So um, Yes, you can see us on uh, Facebook on Healing the Rift because we are live streaming there as well as you can listen on Blog Talk Radio. And, of course, you can call in from anywhere. Um, well, that's, that's just a point. This listed. is a call-in show. And if you have anything that you'd like to add or any questions that you'd like to give to so too, uh, once they come up, you can feel free to call on, to call on in and uh, we'll take your call and uh, you know um, if you ask them a question they will give you an answer and how so too works with people on their personal lives because people generally calling in about their personal lives is that they uh, uh, read the energies and communicate with your higher self or soul and therefore able to get some messages to you that perhaps you are blocking or can't hear for some reason or another so they're very helpful in that way if you call in with personal questions. But, of course, they're happy to speak about the larger dynamic that's going on. Oh, well, that's us. what's going to happen first, you know. <laughs> if there's no callers, then they talk to Adrian, which she feels so comfortable with most, <laughs> most days. Adrian's major um, dysfunction in this whole process is the fact that uh, when Soto is talking, she takes everything that so too says that they're talking directly to her now you know that uh that, that can get a little tough when you're uh, uh have such a wide range of uh of things if you take on everybody else's dysfunction then what winds up happening is you just make the channel crazy <laughs> Well, that's been known to happen, uh, but I'm learning what it means to be the shill in the audience. So the shill, the shill. So nothing to say about this week's energy. We're talking about waves and waves of change. People yeah, are, but, but we're also also talking about the foundations are crumbling, and so when you understand that the foundations are crumbling, um, you just don't know when the whole things going to collapse. I'm not even sure it's going to happen that way. It could be a very it could be a slow collapse, but it really it looks like the crescendo 
is building up both energetically and and astrologically mm-hmm. and uh, uh, any number of ways until the uh, um, the third and the fourth of November. And so, you know, if we get through that, um, um, and even a couple of days after the uh, American election, if we wind up getting through that, well, then we're we're going to be uh, perhaps uh, a little luckier than um, it looks right now. But uh, we'll let so to uh, um, have at that in uh, in a couple of minutes. Well, we are this uh, time of year, Halloween, uh, November first. Is Halloween. often considered a time of of Don't potent, say it. Don't say it. change. Don't say it. No, I'm not going to. Oh, the the veils are the thinnest this time of year. No, I wasn't. Gonna you say weren't going to say that, right? I wasn't going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a, a potent time, so the fact that the election is happening and so much is going on astrologically, just to, <laughs> okay, it's, pay attention. It, yeah, well, it's more than pay attention. How can you not pay attention? How can you, you know, the 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 question, the thing that I would encourage um, you all is to um, expand your horizons of um, where you're getting your information from. Mm. Um, there's so much of you really only limiting yourself to one or two um, ways of getting information. There, um, then you are limiting yourself because there's so much moving right now, and there's so and truth is one of the most difficult things to discern at this point in time. And I don't want to be Limu. You, oh, geez. There's an ad out a there. Lot of, a lot of people don't know what that means, but if you know what Limu means, she says she does not want to stick her head in the sand. That's right. Now, it's not a time to have our heads in the sand. It's a time to at least have the eyes up above and looking all the way around. Well, you know, uh, well, it's an interesting dynamic. I spend a lot of time on the Internet every morning, and uh, one of the things that I'm beginning to see and have really um, noticed is a vast increase in the number of proper type of videos mm-hmm. where people are really encouraging others that have been asleep or maybe throughout this whole dynamic that there is a a crucial time coming, and uh, there are a number of uh, number of psychics that I have that I know and that I listen to. There's a number of astrologers that I listen to, and it's very seldom when everybody is on the same page. But for the past three or four months now, and now going into what people are talking about around into the um, January, February, March of 2021, um, uh, everybody seems to be in agreement that something, um, what shall we say, phenomenal. Something phenomenal phenomenal is about to happen, Dave. (laughs) So. Right, but I suppose we'll just let them talk about that. What do you say? Yeah, we're good. We're good. There's a couple of folks out there who are watching on Facebook. Hi, we love you. And we don't know whether we love you them or not. <laughs> and don't, human don't, don't give your love out like that. I mean, you know what? You know, people. Where, where's your discernment? You know, there could be Hitler could be watching us. That would be Hitler. 
Did that ooh, did that set off the algo? Oh, because, question. You never know nowadays. Anyway. Okay. So we're going to bring up so too. So for those of you who might be new to us, uh, basically Josh is an unconscious channel. He's closing his eyes, and we play just a tiny bit of music if we get it to work this week. And during that time, Josh goes to sleep, and the next voice you hear will be that of so too. Right. Well, she does go on, doesn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Lee. (laughs) Well, welcome, dear ones. We are so too, and we would like you to. We'd like to invite you to join us on another journey through the infinite realms uh, of your imagination. Uh, We have an extra syllable today. So, um, what's on your mind, uh, Ms. Medcalf? Well, you were speaking yesterday about uh, that we really can shift so much of it by thought, word, and feeling. Well, uh, listen, it's really not so much that as much as it is taking responsibility for the realization that you are creating exactly what you are believing in Mm -hmm. the sense of the whole dynamics of how you interact with your life and with the people in your world, uh, um, the dynamics are often built around, um, you know, preconceived notions and preconceived understandings um, because people tend to operate in habitual sorts of ways. And so um, um, as long as you are operating within the dynamics of your own behaviors and your own status quo, then the reflections of others in your reality are going to probably stay consistent unless there is an issue that is coming from the outside to exacerbate certain situations. And yes. So if one changes one's own habits, one could see a change in the reflections of others? The first step is to move into objectivity, isn't it? To begin to be able to take the judgment away and realize that within the movements of a reality, you have, um, uh, especially when you have a shared reality, you know, you have a dynamic where ETH person is adding into the flavor of that reality now uh, not to confuse the situation but in that in that dynamic each person has their own um, uh, individual experience of it and yet you also have that dynamic of that shared experience that mm-hmm. goes between the, between the two or more of you. And so if you understand that as long as you keep things within the status quo, then the responses you get to things will be, you know, primarily within um, a certain range of, um, uh, of response. But um, if you are able to be objective enough and realize where the triggers are and, uh, you know, you can begin to move to that place uh, where you can have a certain measure of 
objectivity and we're looking at Asia and because she's starting to take this all really personally right now. All right. uh, we shouldn't look at her at all. Because if we didn't look at her at all, then she wouldn't take it personally. And and those of you that this resonates with, please understand we're talking to all of you. You know, the, the, the situations of your reality are that if you wake up every morning worrying about paying your bills, worrying about if there's going to be enough, worrying about if you're, you know, if you wake up worrying, then you're going to, your reality is going to keep giving you things to worry about. But if you wake up knowing that everything is fine, that you are all right, and everything is going to be all right. Um, if you go into your world and you face your world with that type of attitude, we're not telling you to go all Pollyanna, um, but we are telling you that it is uh, just as easy to have a positive frame of mind uh, as it is to have a negative one. The thing is that you're just used to the negative. Uh, so many sense so many millennium of uh, of the dynamics of ne- negativity that you have utilized as a motivation to grow, but it is time, and that's the primary primary situation that's going on right now. You're, you're you you need to begin to switch your motivation and realize that if you begin to think of more positive outcomes, if you begin to think of things in a more positive uh, state of mind um, because within each of you, you know, if you are heart connected with each other, if you are heart connected with the divine, if you are heart connected with yourself primarily, mm-hmm. um, um, then you can, uh, you don't have to worry about making the right choice. A heart centered choice is always the right choice. Always, always. So, is it possible to be too much in the heart without having? Yeah, well, you know, it is a balance, is not. If you're, when have we ever taught you all to be just being one chakra at the same time? You know, don't you need to be aware? Isn't isn't mastery the awareness of all of the dynamics of self that are involved in reality creation? Certainly. Yes. If we were to look at the dynamics of belief in that sort of way, you know, um, base chakra, the first chakra, beautiful red color, when it's healthy, you know, we would have you all take a scan, you know, what color is yours? Is it that beautiful red color that reflects that whole dynamic of your feelings of safety? Hmm. Mm. Well, maybe not, huh? And so what do you feel about safety? Do you feel safe in your world? Do you feel safe in your life? These are the questions now. That well, but, that is, those are, but those are real questions. And we're trying to show you where your beliefs are creating the reality that you are experiencing. And so if you just take it, and we're going to just do the basics as we go along with these dynamics, as we explain these dynamics, because we could be talking all morning about this <laughs> if you wish. Um, but as far as the dynamics of the base chakra goes, that's that place 
place of connection with Mother Earth, but also connection with safety and security. And so if you understand that that, that connection with other Earth, Mother Earth is the resource, is the energy that creates everything physical. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wishing to create through, through the dynamic of physicality, then we would suggest to you that you're and create safety and security for yourself around those dynamics of physicality because it is the dynamics of safety and security within physicality that you are looking for. Right. Right? Um, you already have safety and security with your relationship with the divine, except where your beliefs get in the way of that, but we'll get into that as, <laughs> as we climb this little ladder here. So, you know, um, those things that you believe around safety and security, uh, um, and you can ask yourself, do you feel safe and secure in your reality? Um, if the answer is yes, you know, then uh, it is very likely that that chakra is going to be vibrantly red in color, and and as you look inside of yourself, you will see that it is seemingly quite healthy, and that dynamic of that health or that dynamic of that fear is going to be reflected in your reality. Now, if you move up a chakra to the second chakra, which is the source of um, creativity and uh, and also sexuality, uh, in that sort of of dynamic and uh, um, you look at that chakra and you consider the beliefs that you have around creativity but more so the beliefs that you have around sexuality and you look at that dynamic objectively and you will see where that those beliefs are actually reflecting in, in your life we move up to the third chakra the um, 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 place of thinking and feeling, the solar plexus chakra, which is actually the dynamic of the lens. And um, we would just ask you all a simple question, and that question would be how many of you can actually think and feel simultaneously? It can be tricky. We weren't answering, asking you to answer the question. No, but I mean, as a general... But, but yeah, there was a, that pregnant pause was purposeful until mm. you filled it. Oh, of course, this is um, um, rebirth, isn't it? Did you just break water? <laughs> all right. So, all right where, <gasps> were we? where were we before the labor pains started, shall we? Third all right, chakra. so we're on third chakra. Now, um, and again... In that dynamic of thinking and feeling, this is this is the repository of all of the dynamics of the upper chakras, all of the beliefs of the upper chakras, and all of the beliefs of the lower chakras. The lower chakras have to do with manifestation of physicality and your connection with Mother Earth and all of that stuff. And the upper chakras have more to do with the dynamics of dreaming and manifestation and connection with the ultimate source. Okay. So, um, um, as we move up, um, we find that the next chakra is the heart chakra, and uh, all of your beliefs about love and romance 
and interaction with the opposite or the same sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be careful with gender these days, uh, um, but understand that uh, it really doesn't matter whether you're in a male body or a female body. You all tend to play out interpersonal relationships in the same sort of way. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight. Um, we can meet and talk with you um, and in five minutes have a realization of what template uh, mm-hmm. uh, you are choosing for your relationship because most of you are use, are choosing templates. You are acting in ways that you think you're supposed to act rather than acting in ways that you really wish to act. So, you know, um, Love, uh, love is really an energy that is uh, freely given and received in every moment. Some of you are very good at giving it, and some of you are very good at receiving it, but uh, how many of you are really good at giving it and receiving it? And we would suggest to you that it's usually good at one or the other. It's very seldom that you're really uh, inherently good at both. It's a learning process. And uh, those of you that have come into this incarnation to learn about love can attest to that fact. Hmm. No, we're not talking to you, Adrian. No, I'm not. I am doing my best to stay out of it. Right, right. So that's the heart chakra, which is um, the place of love, but it is also the place of abandonment and hurt and and betrayal and all of those other negative energies along with that dynamic but it's also a place of your connection your love connection your direct connection with the divine with all that is but as we move up the next chakra is the throat chakra and think of how much you utilize that dynamic in the rea- in your reality how do you describe yourself how do you describe yourself to yourself how do you describe yourself to your world the, this is a primary factor in how you manifest your reality and what you believe because you know if you keep saying to your world something like i'm sick and tired of this and I'm sick and tired of that, we would say to you it would not take a seer to to realize that you are going to be sick and probably feel tired. Hmm. Because word is a very, very important part of manifestation and the collective manifestation. And so as you give voice to things, you have to understand there's that certain responsibility of giving voice to something. It is a very powerful part of the dynamic of manifestation. So now we start getting up a little into the woo-woo areas, the third eye chakra, which is really that connection with your higher self, the inner realms, your psychic nature, the truth of who you are um, resides there. Um, If you have the courage to search this area, so many in your world do not have that sort of courage. There's a 
great deal of fear involved in it. Um, it's supposedly the source of the occult. Um, some fear it is a place of evil. It is none of those things. <laughs> it's just your connection with the truth of who you really are. But if you are made to be totally afraid of it, um, then you don't spend a lot of time there, do you? And the crown chakra, the seventh chakra is the connection and your beliefs with all that is with whatever concept of the divine you hold whatever belief system religion uh, that you hold or no religion at all just a secular belief in spirit um it is none is any stronger than another they are just beliefs that are held in this dynamic. For the truth of the dynamic ultimately is that you have the pure energy, the divine energy of all that is coming down through your crown chakra. Now, if you have a basic belief in wrathful God, then we would suggest to you all of your beliefs are going to be covered by that fear of God, the fear of God. Well, in fact, the truth of the matter is that that divine energy is really nothing but a resource. It is pure emotion. And if you understand it as pure emotion, that there is pure emotion, that until it reaches your system of belief, Mm -hmm. your physicality, your system of belief, it has only the potential of everything. Right. The energy has the potential to create whatever believe. We're good today, aren't we? You are good today. (laughs) Very clear. Well, it's important that you all understand that as you are moving into this area that is beyond November, um, um, your attitudes about yourselves and your world need to begin to change. You need to begin to take more responsibility for those things that you have chosen not to take responsibility for and it really hasn't been about a dynamic of choice it has you know it's almost like as you grow up you realize you have more abilities and more capabilities well as a species that is what is occurring right now you are moving out of the dynamics of your adolescence as a species and you are moving into the very first steps of your adulthood And the first step in that dynamic is the realization that carrying on the beliefs of the adolescent no longer serves. It has led you and is leading you to a place where you've already gone over the edge of the cliff. The question is, how hard will you hit at the bottom? Hmm. And that is personal. Not going to take it. Well, but it's the, that it is, is that is personal for each and every one of you. Each and every one of you are facing your what shall we say? Your own uh, limiting beliefs in your own way. So if you look at if you look at the dynamics of the things that you facing are facing as the result of limiting beliefs, um, you might stop blaming yourself 
or others so much and realize that there is a bigger message that is being shared with you. That could be as simple as changing beliefs. No, it is as simple as changing beliefs. It's not that it could be. Now, the question is, how deeply held is the belief? Is the belief um, accompanied by trauma? Is the belief accompanied by experience? Is the belief real? Uh, is it a fear? Is it uh, something really threatening? In other words, you know, the complexity of the dynamic comes in when you're dealing with the actuality of the situation. And yet, when you can get a certain dynamic of objectivity involved in that dynamic, it doesn't have to be a great mystery. You don't need Sherlock Holmes uh, to solve it. Right, which comes down to... Dead air? Well, in individual circumstances in talking with people... Uh, uh, because there might be some generally held beliefs in in the whole of society, like that there's not enough, or that we're not enough, or that. Yeah, but don't they don't they per- all boil down to whether you personally accept that or not? Sure, of course you have complete responsibility as to whether to accept it. Right, but you're not told that. Now, if you're if we were told that. When you were a child, if you were told that when you were younger, then you could have um, explored those dynamics within yourself and had a, what shall we say, uh, more masterful understanding of um, how you are actually creating the reality that you believe? Sure, if we were taught that, absolutely. But you had mentioned something yesterday, because we do a Facebook Yesterday. All our troubles seem so far away. Oh, you, you don't wish us the same. Go ahead. <laughs> I've lost my point now. Damn, it'll come back. Yesterday. You had talked about... It's gone. Hmm. It'll come back. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, no phone calls. Well, we guess that's it for today. We can go now. Please feel free to call in or comment on Facebook. Uh, we're happy to take either one and get me off the hot seat. Uh, oh, you love it. I do. I do. Um, sure would like that thought to come back because I thought it was... Uh, well, does that have anything to do with liars and lying and how easy it is for you people all to lie to each other so much? No, I didn't think it had to do with that. Well, but maybe that's something that we would want to talk about. Perhaps it would be. Well, in the dynamics of reality creation, there is only one way that you can actually do real mm, mm, etheric damage to a person, which is a dynamic that you that we would call... Mm, 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 you are made up, if you could imagine that you are made up of millions of electromagnetic pathways of energy, uh, if you can imagine that you can see your nervous system and that you would be almost pictured as a three-dimensional mat of um, threads of, uh, uh, 
of colored light or white light uh, if you'd like to see yourself in purity in that sort of way. Um, or multicolored light. Uh, um, uh, that probably, you know, that that basically, basically make up your being. And if you step back from that dynamic, you would see that you are um, a complete circuitry. There is a, a dynamic and, uh, mm-hmm. of, of a complete circuit. Right. Um, within that sort of within that mat within that energy and uh, many layers and uh, it almost looks three-dimensional as you're looking at it um, the, there is only one way that you can damage the etheric body and that is by deceiving someone in other words lying to them so it is quite important that and that is an energy that is an energy that comes from the outside so you, Adrian, would have to lie to Josh, and in that moment of lying to them, whether they knew it or not, mm-hmm. it would damage his etheric body. And so if you look at uh, um, all of you, how many times you have been lied to in your lives, we would suggest to you that that mat has all sorts of cuts, gases, and slashes in it. And so if you know that dynamic and you know that that has, that has occurred, it becomes much more imperative if you really do not wish to be hurt and do, do not wish to hurt anyone is to begin to realize that you need to live with a new level of integrity in your lives. That in fact, the truth of the matter is you have permission to do almost anything as long as you do not harm someone else or yourself as long as you do not lie about it. Isn't there an automatic morality involved in that dynamic that transcends all of the complications Mm. that you have all set up in your reality? In other words, is this not a relatively simple way to really, to really gain a dynamic of integrity? So at the very least, you're not hurting anyone. That's not saying you cannot be hurt yourself. But if you surround yourself with integrity, if you surround yourself with honesty, then you will be able to live in in an environment where you are not constantly being hurt by someone else's deceptions. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, Two things. Um, One is the amount of deception that's being promoted across media now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that does damage. Yeah, for sure. And it's all dependent on how much you believe it. Well, is there a way to count? I was just gonna. That was gonna be my next question. Is there a way to counter it? it? Well, if you know that you have to counter it, it's because you're being triggered. If you're being triggered emotionally, then you know that someone is playing with your emotions. If someone is playing with your emotions in that sort of way, it's because something feels wrong. If something feels wrong, it's because you're probably being lied to. So if we're being triggered, that almost is an equal sign for being lied to, whereas, in fact, I thought triggering... We would say that you could find the lie 
within every trigger. Wow. I'm going to have to think about that because you've talked about triggers. Lies you tell yourself and lies you tell other people. How often, you know, what are we talking about here? How often do you lie yourself every day? Do we hurt ourselves when we do that? Sure. A lie is a lie is a lie. You also mentioned a couple of weeks ago that when we tell a lie, it actually hurts our throat chakra. Sure, it can. It depends why you're telling a lie. What lie you believe to, to make you tell the other lie? What lie do you believe about yourself or do you feel that you are not good enough, that you had to tell the lie in the first place? Or you're too embarrassed, you know. I'm I'm sorry, honey, that I cheated on you. But I didn't lie to you. Uh, Yeah, you did if you had an agreement that you were going to not do that. Uh, You see, there there is a fine point here. It's not black and white like your adolescence. It's more complex than that. It has more subtlety, more elegance, more grace. Grace and elegance, those are a couple of twins that you call, could use a little more of in your lives. Well, I just am amazed that we're walking around at all, considering (laughs) I mean, how much deception we have well, the pen- learn to accept but the pendulum has swung completely out in in an exceptional direction you know you have to understand that that the pendulum has swung way out you're in a position right now where you know you're you're in uh, you you cannot look at these as normal times no. you are being pushed no. both exteriorly both from your exterior um, reality as well as from your internal reality you are um, we have been talking about it as many of you know um, for over 25 years now um, that this crossroads has been coming and uh, um, and it's been coming for for a long time and uh, fortunately or unfortunately as the case may be so many of you are so impatient to get this over with already Um, (laughs) well giving birth yeah, well, you know, the water has broken. Unfortunately, cosmic time is a little slower than uh, human time, and so it's going to take you a full, what do you got, eight or nine days left now um, until the election. It's like uh, um, you're going to go into full labor on the 3rd of uh, November. And the, con- the contractions <laughs> are getting closer yeah, together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is what kind of birth? are you going to have? Hmm? Grace and elegance. We know them. Yes. I think there were graces, actually, in the Greek belief system of ancient times. Uh, yeah, Adrian, no, you just got to tell us how much you know, dear one. No, yes. I didn't. Oh, I yes, like that. Yes, yes. I like that. I, I like that. Yes, we know. I know. Unicorns and rainbows. Unicorns and rainbows. Unicorns and rainbows are Adrian's theme song. 
We've talked about this before. Uh, that if I went ahead and slapped you, this on, wouldn't do a bit of good. Somebody send us a heart, please. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send me a heart, please. Oh. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. Uh, yes, well, that's part of childhood and adolescent belief systems that uh, are not particularly objective. Um, well, but again, that's the realization, isn't it? If you look at the dynamics of what is going on in your world right now, um, the ad- the great adolescent plans that have been put into place are all crumbling because they're adolescent. Right. We've outgrown them. They don't fit. <laughs> they, they well, they're, 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 they don't work. They never have worked. They've only worked to a certain extent, which just shows how much you guys can create uh, complications within the dynamics of your reality creation. So uh, if you understand that, um, all of the complexity that's going on, all of the complication that's going on right now, um, yeah, we got a heart. Uh, (laughs) uh, All of the complication that's going on right now is very purposeful. In that sort of way. Um, distract. Uh, well, you know, again, uh, it, it's at what point um, um, after you have gone over the edge of the cliff, at what point do you start paying attention? To the bottom coming up really fast? Yeah. Now would be a good time. How do you think? But again, it's that whole dynamic of what is reality presenting you. How much is your, you know, again, you look at the dynamics. You Americans, we're talking to the, particularly to you Americans right now. We know we go out uh, through blog talk to all sorts of different places and uh, um, understand that. But America has been, uh, um, you have this idea about yourselves whether you whether you take it or not as a <laughs> we're, we're getting buried in love here at the moment um, <laughs> the, the if you understand that that your reality is reflecting the dynamics of growth and that this is not about a dynamic of blaming yourself or or blaming others, this is a realization that you all have a dynamic of an inner urging to mature, to be more, to come to more common sense solutions, to reach inside of yourselves, to find the truth of you. And you're going to, so many of you are afraid to look in there and to look within because you're afraid of what you're going to find. And instead of finding the anger and the pain and the fear and all of that stuff, instead what you will find is love and connection and belonging and caring both for yourself and for others. And so you will begin to create realities for yourself that reflect that belief in the goodness of yourself and of others. But in order to do that, you need to, you know, um, what's, what, you know, we've been asking you this question for years. What's it going to take? What's it going to take to motivate you? We were asking that question right before 9-11. We kept saying, well, you know, uh, you're reaching a crossroads here. What's it going to take? 
things to motivate you. Well, um, guess what? This is your right back energetically around in the same place that you were um, right before 9-11. When 9-11 occurred, so many of you went into that adolescent fight or flight routine. You either became terrified or you all became warriors seeking revenge and all of that stuff. Black or white, you're either with us or against us. You know, the whole dynamic of, of war. Now we have some, we're justified because we have been attacked. Mm. Um, of course, we were saying at the time that, no, you because know, we would ask people, you know, um, so what do you think that this was about? And they, without a doubt, the first statement was that this is a wake-up call. And uh, we would ask a wake-up call to what? And um, it would be a wake-up call to be aware and be afraid. And that's what everyone was talking about, was being afraid, when in fact, the whole choice then, as the choice is now, it hasn't gotten to the crescendo point yet. The planes haven't flown into the building, per se. Um, But there's something, you know, you you do have a pandemic that you're, dealing with and the whole dynamics of the repercussions of that and how it has interfered with and interrupted your all of your daily lives. And uh, so in the context of impact, we would suggest to you that this new crisis, this new dynamic that you have been facing far outstrips the dynamic of the mm, 3,000 or so people that passed on 9-11 um, instead, you know, now, now you're throwing numbers around like 200,000 or 220,000. Mm-hmm. And they're just numbers. They really have no meaning at all because, in fact, no one or nothing lives or dies by accident. Um, uh, and many uh, of them are mislabeled. It doesn't matter. It's all propaganda anyway. It's all intended to manipulate you emotionally. It's all intended to get you to react act as adolescents if they can frighten you if they can get you um, to be afraid then they can control you Um, there are now um, approximately what um, uh, 20 more more million people that are out of work than were out of work before the COVID dynamic and um, that situation um, has meant those uh, 20 million people to be completely dependent upon the government. If you are dependent upon the government, then you listen to their edicts. If they say get a shot, you're probably going to get a shot because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to cut off your money. Um, and so you are very much more being controlled um, in that sort of way. Now, there are some of you out there of which the channel and Adrian are included and many of you others are included that just bristle against that dynamic of, of, of being controlled. And um, in fact, you are exhibiting, um, if you can move into the dynamic of objectivity and understanding, you can rise above the fray and you will be able to, many of you, take advantage of the opportunities that are going to come along with the dynamics of chaos. So for all of you out there, this is not necessarily Um, the end of the world as you know it, but it is going to be the end of the world as uh, 
you know it when it becomes uh, when it is limiting uh, the possibilities of your um, upcoming reality, and that upcoming reality is one that is um, um, positive beyond your wildest imagination. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. You, wait. you heard it. You heard it. You heard it. Uh, positive beyond your wildest imagination. You're saying that it is or could be positive beyond our uh, wildest imagination. From our perspective, it already is. All right, so at this point, we're going to go to John. (laughs) Since since we just managed to shut up Adrian, let's see if we can shut up John. We're going to a caller. Hello, John. Hello. It's so easy to shut me up, too, isn't it? We didn't hear you. It's so easy for you guys to shut me up, isn't it? Um, so I was thinking about what you're talking about. You know, we've talked about in the past uh, ish that um, we wish to move towards a place where people's uh, abilities are made more use of because there isn't really enough to that that the like so like for example the labor force is being replaced by more automation automation and especially now with the virus scare that um you know many retailers are switching more to automation or online or even more robotics in the um stores themselves or the restaurants so is this a progression or a forced progression into a new movement where people are more taken care of than than the old thing of the um, um, survival? Pull yourself of the up by your bootstraps. Right, pull yeah. yourself up by your bootstraps. Towards a yeah. more direction yeah. of yes. community? Yes. I mean, granted, a lot of people yeah, yeah. are That's fighting... Right. It's necessary to start growing their own food and looking more for, you know, living because they just feel like they're, they they see the writing on the wall, but they're being forced into it versus doing it, you know, not kicking and screaming. But is this a way to motivate people or is it more of a way to motivate people with fear? Um, it is it is not a dynamic of motivation through fear that 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 will not work at all in this sort of way. Um, you will only get an adolescent either or fight or flight, black or white kind of response if you uh, if you understand it only in that sort of way. Uh, this is a dynamic that is a, a reflection of you know. Um, there was a certain point where in your adolescence um, your hormones began to change because your um, body grew and um, 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 began to mature. And same thing when you began to move into the dynamics of your adult 
childhood. It was a gradual situation where um, first your body began to change and uh, uh, your reality began to change along with it. Um, uh, You also were moving into areas of greater and greater responsibility. And so if you measure the amount of awareness that you have around yourself when you were 15, 16, and you measure the amount of awareness that you have around you now, um, we would suggest to you that um, um, one becomes uh, somewhat inured to those terrors of childhood that often would keep you locked into old ways of being and doing. Um, now um, it is tending to happen in a collective sort of way, which tends to abate the individual fear somewhat. If you can look around and commiserate because everyone else has gone through their shit as well as you. So, you know, there's a certain solace um, to be had in that dynamic. But uh, uh, again, it's it's only because... Um, um, you have been manipulated to believe that you um, are not good enough and so um, that you don't have the ability and that you don't actually create your reality, that something else is creating your reality for you. God, God got us all that is. Satan, um, 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 your evil ways, your... Um, you know, your evil twin, your, you know, <laughs> your, your soulmate, you know, oh, blame it on your soulmate. Oh. Yeah, right, right. So, um, um, again, it's that movement in, into the realization that the situation that you have been looking at all along that you believe is... Mm, that you've got worked out that you have solved all of a sudden you start to find new deeper levels of complexity involved in the dynamic because you as an adult as a, an adult you moving physically emotionally and spiritually into your adulthood are more able to deal with and understand the reflections of your reality and was that, that just too far out there to uh, gain any understanding of. No, I mean, actually, I was shaking your head. Yes. I was thinking about um, the kicking and screaming part isn't so much the consensus as it is the, those that are recognizing that they're losing their eliteness. And they're the ones doing the kicking and screaming, and then, in turn, trying to use fear to make it a reaction out of the consensus. Well, you like, see nothing like yet. for example, well, I, I can't. I don't want to talk politics, but there's like a group that went to an event that was like huge, and that group decided would go to the event that that wasn't huge just to kind of like. You know, share the love. So it's just—it's just an interesting perspective about how the world out there is responding to, you know, things. Well, everybody's not triggered in the same sort of way that you are, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
you know, dear one, you have a few triggers of your own, you know, and uh, and the problem yeah, is that, but not the problem. There's a protest going because, on now. Because those other people, <laughs> right, right, these other people that you're talking, you know, protest is a recreational event, especially it's if you only allow recreational events. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know. All right. Well, we don't know what you were doing in the 70s, but uh, um, we think that you could recognize some of this. It's a social. No, I was very introverted my entire life until I met a certain somebody. (laughs) And then my Mm -hmm. whole life changed. Not us. We were. We are not taking responsibility for your choices. No, I just saying that I met somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just opened me up. Know. We do. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> Don't blame it on us. <laughs> All right, dear one. Anything else? Um. No. I'm- I think I confused myself and you guys all know best I could possibly could. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You'll get to listen to the excerpt and then you'll uh, to be even more confused. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, over John. Thank you. Oh, over and over and over and over again, my friend. You don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Well, now I don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. You did say something about that this could be a world-ending, our world-ending. Well, it is a world-ending. Every day is a world-ending event. Every time the sun goes down. But it, it could be so much more positive than we could ever imagine. Isn't that what we began the session with today? Rebirth is more positive than reset, certainly. Well, it's not going to be a reset, even though those that are that believe that they're in power um, do wish to have a reset. It's not going to be a reset. It's going to be a rebirth. A reset is a dynamic of bring things to zero and starting it all up again. That's uh, from our perspective, that's not going to happen. So it could take. You said yesterday that the, that it could take years for us to begin to respond or integrate. Well, as you well changes. know, as you well know, change happens instantaneously. Adjustment to the change sometimes takes a little longer. Yes. Then why would we deprive you? You have the adventure of discovery here to get two well-used cliches in immediately. <laughs> well, you first started talking and reminding us energetically of being unaware and something like 9-11 happening and really shaking us because we but were so unaware. But the 9-11 has already happened. Right. If you look at the dynamics of the pandemic, uh, the pandemic has done more damage to yourself yes. and your world than 9-11 ever did. Yes. Yes, world, worldwide, worldwide. So, okay, okay, we will look for grace and elegance. We will, we will rock you. <gasps> All right. We don't have any calls, so we have to entertain. Uh, 
we're going to know when this happens. When the what is? When this happens. When what happens? This rebirth. The the, the what? Rebirth. How is that going to happen by accident? I didn't say by accident. Oh. We're going to be aware. So how does one give birth to something without knowing it? Uh, A spinal? (laughs) A nerve block? Probably can happen. All right. Uh, right. You know, the question ultimately is, how much Lamaze have you done? I can remember. That is a metaphor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't think about the times that you did Lamaze. Think about the metaphor. Yes, breathe. How prepared are you? Well, your life's about to change. You're about to have all new level of responsibility in your lives. Responsibility for the newborn baby. You. Mm-hmm. With ongoing uh, fun and games. <laughs> We've been grabbing sleepless nights now, folks. Um, (laughs) We are sleeping fine. Well, uh, that is your reality. That's right. You create your reality? You create your reality? With help. Just like you. (laughs) (gasps) We all could use a little help from our friends. We didn't say we were a friend. We never said we were your friend. What would you do if we sang out of tune? Would you just stand up and walk out on us? No. All right. So there's something else that you said that um, mm, triggered me or (laughs) no, confused me. Because we've talked a lot about triggers over the last five months or so and how that they're key to something within self that's unhealed. Is and, that all? Well, today you Is asked, that all they are? Or is there a level of complexity involved with them? Well, evidently there's a level of complexity uh, that well. has to do with deception and places that there is a lie at play either from the outside or from the inside. There yeah, is something going on that is disruptive well, to us. deception. And do we find that within ourselves, or do we find that uh, coming from the outside? And we can ponder that all later, I believe, because we have another call coming well, in. You're saved. I am saved. <laughs> all right, and we are going to a caller in the 415 area code. Hi, thanks for taking right, my good call. Morning. This is Jessica. Hi, good You're day. Welcome. So hi, I have Jessica. a question. Um, I was wondering, hi, I was wondering if you could give some clarification as far as um, what is my role here with the changes going on? Because I thought I was going to be educating about uh like what is happening as far as like the corruption um i mean not to like totally awaken people because they have to get there a certain uh level on their own 
but I thought I was going to be making presentations like teaching about, um, you know, the history of this, I guess, you know, like the different levels. But now, now as mm-hmm. time goes on, I sort of just wonder, um, yeah, just curious what you're seeing here. I mean, obviously more people are waking up every day, which is nice because they're more open to, um, yeah, I'll just let you take it from there. I'll leave it kind of vague, I guess. Sure. We understand. You know, the, again, um, none of you really know, um, especially of those of you that have been on a somewhat spiritual path or on a healing path, let's say, even um, um, for some time. Um, you have... Uh, you look at the situations of your world and you look at the reflections of them and um, for the most part they make a certain dynamic of sense to you because you realize how it is that you have create and are creating your own individual reality as well as the dynamic of the collective reality the difference is that the reflection of the collective reality is beginning to show a great deal more curiosity and a great deal more um, quest for knowledge and quest for understanding and that is a natural dynamic that is coming into play because people are making a reconnection in their own way with spirit and they're making a per and that's a personal connection that each and every individual will wind up making now that will reflect also in a collective way as well now when we say spiritual we're not talking about religious and we're not talking about any one way the the collect the common belief is the dynamic in the belief of something more than you that uh that there is either uh, an intelligence or um, um, a being or a consciousness of which uh, each of you are included and that is all going through a process of growth and change and becoming more. Um, The thing is that those of you that are that have been through these some of these challenges and uh, certainly we know about some of yours um um you tend to get impatient <laughs> you know it's uh it's um wow you know in in many ways you're chomping at the bit you know you're saying i'm ready to go i'm ready to help i'm ready to be there but uh what is it that i can do and so you have all this time and you begin to wind up down doubting yourself instead of realizing that just by being um, serene just by being calm just by um, understanding what is going on in your world you know you you you're reflecting um a dynamic of reality your own personal reality that is saying to you, you know, maybe right now it's time for you to just kind of rest and get your feet underneath you and begin to trust yourself more and more. As you begin to trust yourself more and more, you're going to, you know, you're going to realize that that you're going to be ready for anything that comes to you. And you don't even we don't even see the people in your life right now that are going to have the greatest effect on you. Does that make any sense to you? 
What was that last couple words you said? Some, what was I missed? I couldn't hear that. What was the last couple words? The, does that make any sense to you? Oh, is that what you said? Oh, it sounded like a foreign language. Okay. Yes, I understand that. Um, <laughs> the um, okay, I'm it's basically the same message that I always get. Um, so I will take that in. Um, do you? And well, it's okay if you don't do you think know. But I the same message. <laughs> well, it's not just—it's not just from you. The message—it's from—I uh, get it various places, and I do see how things are evolving. And I am much more patient than I have been, and more trusting of the process. Um, but I do see on how I still get into this because I was just going to ask you, and I see how this is like the doubt again. But I was always—I um, have this vision of one of the things that I do is the teaching similar to like, are you familiar with David Icke? I feel like you do know him. Absolutely. Okay. So, so I so, think that... Okay, so, so wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let us go here, okay? Um, you know what kind of background David has, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you've read, and you've read a number of his books and all of that stuff, you know. I have, so, but I've watched a lot are, of his videos. Let us, right, right. You know he began this with a psychic connection, did you not? Yes, yeah, yeah, he's a healer, yeah. Right, when, so when he first began to do it, it was that whole dynamic of that sort of connection that he had that was coming from inside of him, but it was coming from outside as well. In other words, are, do you have that? Yes. Okay. So then we would suggest, and have you been um, um, uh, chronicling it? My psychic gifts or what's been going on? And I guess it's yes for both of those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yeah, what's the difference? Both the same, aren't they? You know, there's really no separation between one and the other. And if there is, that might be the issue that you have with that, that you see them somehow as separate. Um, But in fact, um, if you trust your psychic gifts, if you trust the dynamic of... of um, now, you, you have to understand that it's not going to be that that you're teaching because the world has gotten... that That's part of your own basis of knowledge and understanding. You know, it's not everybody that has the depth of knowledge and understanding um, for things that David has taught. You have, uh, um, you have educated yourself well as far as that dynamic goes. And and the um, information that he gives resonates with your own, uh, with your own truth. Um, and there's more. There's a whole spiritual um, concept, a whole spiritual dynamic to David's work that even he's not completely aware of. So um, that is more, you see, 
what's what's wind up happening is the information that David has been giving has been for the past decade up until now. Now so much of what he has taught has become much more common knowledge and has a greater level of understanding as far as as far as his work goes. Um um, but it is the result of what's going to occur on the other side of it. When, as the because you don't really want to go head to head with the reptilians. You don't really want to go head to head with the Illuminati's. You don't really wish to fight them on the ground where they're the strongest. Um, but earthly humanity, as we keep telling you, earthly humanity has this gift, this ability to be able to <coughs> excuse us, manifest out of thin air. And um, because of that dynamic and because uh, um, the others have not been able to figure out how you can do that, and how you do that. In other words, they keep looking for that gland or they keep looking for that ability that you have within each, within you that translates, uh, um, you know, the, the, your ability to manifest uh, in the way that you do. And so um, as you understand that all of their machinations have been to keep you from being the true creator creators that you actually are because once you claim that dynamic of true creators um, it will be very easy for you to not defeat them because in that dynamic of defeat you know there's there's got to be a winner and loser but it can be a situation where it just becomes too uncomfortable within the levels of uh, increased awareness um, for them to exist uh, and to continue to manipulate you in the ways that they have. Um, and you will be one of those that are going to be able to assist people in coming out the other side of this manipulation because even though you realize it, um, there are still very few in your world that have that level of awareness. Um, we hope that gives you some solace. Right. Well, yeah, I see what I'm doing here um, as far as these are these are old patterns that I see what's going on here is like the number one looking for confirmation for someone else of like, hey, can you confirm that my intuition that, yes, I am going to be teaching some of this stuff? And then like number two, it's the thing of, well, I've been writing articles about this and posting them and writing for months and months since this started, and I want to go out and teach it already. So it's like it hasn't come yet. So it's like one of those, that's the impatience thing. Um, so yeah, I am exactly, just exactly. That's what, that. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we said in the beginning. It was uh, you. Basically, what you need to do is just be patient. Um, you know, find something that you really enjoy and uh, <laughs> and, and do it. <laughs> Distract yourself a little bit. <laughs> I actually have a lot enough. of work to do. You know? Spirit keeps me pretty busy. I am preparing a lot of my material um, that I made. You know, I, I seem to have this 10-year rotation. So I made this material like 10 years ago, 
Now I'm repackaging it and it's all related to what's going on now. And I've done this over and over again with my books, with my programs, with all of this stuff. Good for you. Well, as we told you way back back in the beginning when we talked to you, this is the road you're on. Don't sell those books. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you told me, yeah, you know, you told me not to throw them away. Meanwhile, I still have them sitting in my apartment. I'm still (laughs) looking for the opportunity to sell them. Um, but they're here because I'm okay. honoring my value and my worth and my work um, as per our conversation. But um, I really would like to rotate them. I have an updated version of the book, of the cover and the book. Um, but... <laughs> All right. All right. We're, we're sorry we brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sore spot. <laughs> All right, dear one, Jessica, we have to move on, dear one. We have one more call that we've okay. we got to try to get in during the last nine minutes here. All right, dear one, thank you for your Wonderful. Call. I, also, I, I just want to put something out for you, too. I'm just curious where you're putting your money, if you uh, care to answer that one. You, you're looking for investment advice? No. It's like you're supposed to be taking it out of the bank. At least that's what I'm doing. Uh, um, we have, um, uh, we believe diversification is the key to success. Um, as far as the dynamics of where the money system is going, that um, there's going to be a certain amount of your money that is um, locked in, into the system through digital currency. And uh, we believe so many of you are already um, engaged in that sort of dynamic. The question ultimately is what type of currency will there be? And so um, from the perspective that we have, it is going to be uh, precious metal backed. And so therefore, um, um, anything that you can uh, hold on to within uh, um, gold and silver, especially now since they're still relatively low, that's not going to last very much longer. Um, silver had been, uh, you know, down as low as $13 or $12 an ounce at a certain point, but that price has doubled now, so it's now around 25 26 and uh, um, we believe it could go up into three figures uh, um, by the end of the year. So um, as far as that goes, but that's just a... Um, it's just a storehouse of wealth. Uh, please understand this is not um, financial uh, uh, advice uh, in this sort of way. There's that qualifier in that's dynamic. But we would suggest to you that uh, if you're looking to store wealth, that uh, precious metals uh, might be the best way for you to go at this point, uh, especially silver while it's still cheap, relatively cheap. Okay. Thank you very much. Be well. I'll stay on. Uh, please leave me on. I want to um, still listen. No problem. All right. Thanks for the call. And we are going, we believe, to Melissa. We could be wrong about that. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello, ma'am. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you, dear one? Can you hear us? Uh, I, I can oh, no. hear you. We've lost her. I'm, I'm here. Okay, you can hear us. Okay, good. 
All right. <laughs> well, start talking. Um, uh, uh, so the vibration energy has changed. It's getting higher. Uh, I heard you say um, the, the reptilians and the mimics. I, I, I never want to meet them. Never, 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 never. So does that mean that because the vibration is changing, are they going to be able to get out of the airplane? I hope this question is appropriate to ask, but uh, a lot of things have changed from decades, and I do see numbers increasing. A lot of things are happening. I know Mother Earth asked for help. I know that. I know. There's some, I know. So maybe it's out of complexity that I'm asking this question, but just have to have, it's like intuition. I have to ask it if I'm allowed to ask, to ask this question. But let, let, let us let us try to clarify what you're looking for here. Um, um, you're talking about your earth connections through the dynamics of chakras, what we were talking about a little earlier. Okay, good. Go ahead. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) If you could ask your question one more time. Um. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to change switch my question. Uh, I, I my my vibrate. Okay. Interdimensional. Interdimensional. Does that happen a week or dreaming? Yes. Any explanation on that? Interdimensional. Uh, does that happen awake or only dreaming? Both. 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 Um, both. The, um, yes, the in in the dine. Hold on, hold on. We have a more complete answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, in the dynamics of your dream state, it is te- it is um, um, a slightly different and perhaps even a um, a pure a more pure expression of the energy comes in your dream state because in your dream state you are moving beyond some of the what shall we say personal limiting beliefs that you have while you are awake um, and yet you are experiencing these dynamics it's almost like electromagnetics you know there's a certain dynamic of an electromagnetic wave field that is going through and around you all uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it is just, you know, your perceptions of the field while you are awake are somewhat limited and somewhat questioned by your conscious beliefs. But that dynamic does not necessarily exist when you are asleep. And so often you will have a more expanded version of this connection, of this increased vibration in the dynamics of your sleep. Now, it's not interrupting your sleep, is it? Um, no, it was just incredible. Um, I, I believe, I believe maybe the dear, the beautiful help, maybe my, maybe the universal help is bringing my fairy friends in. Maybe they're coming in there. I know, I know, I'm gonna have a miracle. To answer your question, I, 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 I experienced and sleep twice. 
recently. Mm-hmm. 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 Which was okay. So, um, where it, it uh, she experienced something twice. It blew her away. Yeah. Interaction with. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 We're not surprised. Yes. There was. <laughs> We have to move on because uh, we have less than two minutes left, unfortunately. And they're going to throw us off the air shortly. So um, um, uh, we'll be happy to speak to you again next week. All right, dear one. We love you. We love you all. We are so, too. We love you all so very, very much. And so until next time, we close. Bringing you peace. Bringing you happiness. Bringing you joy. And we're sorry to have to end abruptly, but we are at the end of the show. And please, callers, if uh, you have more questions, <laughs> check in with us next week. And also, if you want to send us a question during the week, you can do that through our website, conversationswithso2.org. And we'll either talk about it on the radio show or get back to you through email during the week. This week we are doing our Patreon to Tuesday, and uh, you still have a chance. If you want to join in, go to Patreon, and you'll find all the information there. So welcome back, Josh. You came back just at the very end. All right, folks, we love you. We will see you next week. Stay calm. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week and help us all discover a future beyond the rift. Can I stick my tongue in your ear?